you know what your profit margin is, your break-even profit margin or your bare minimum. Um, you know, if you have that number, you can compare it with your tacos number and see, okay, is there some element that's that's eating away too much? Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about something important, making profitable decisions in minutes. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to be in Amazon. This is in general, but we are going to focus more on Amazon. So what are the key points in managing your Amazon business? How do you increase profitability on your products? Hmm. That's going to be a good one. And what tools can we make can help make your decisions profitable? Welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, like we said, making profitable decisions in minutes. Awesome. I think this is something if you're interested in and if you think that you can benefit from this, reach out, tag somebody to listen to this because it's going to be a lot of information here that any Amazon seller, the beginning stages, intermediate, or even advanced will need, well, should know. Our guest today, a first time guest, has extensive experience with computer networking, business management, and over seven, uh, seven years managing marketing and sales teams. He started selling on Amazon in 2014 in the supplement world and workout area, uh, workout categories, and has built up several brands. In 2015, he was bought out and he helped run and expand Managed by Stats and has since uh, helped create over 25 tools that are there geared to making selling on Amazon a lot easier. So our guest today is Mark Vigio. And uh, it's going to be interesting. I uh, I remember Managed by Stats from way back, and uh, they've really done a great job on this new interface. So we'll be talking a bit about the app, but mostly we're going to be talking about how it can help you or how these decisions can help you become more profitable. So Kelsey, hit the sponsor. I want to thank Jeff Schick Legal for sponsoring this episode of Lunch with Norm. You've probably heard on the podcast about Amazon suspensions. They're very real. It can happen at any time. And when it does happen, how do you get out of it? How does the little guy like you and me get out of these suspensions without paying an arm and a leg in legal fees? This is where Jeff Schick Legal is here to help. For a very low monthly retainer, for only $89, get access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. That's right. You can sit back, relax, enjoy that cup of coffee while listening to the Lunch with Norm podcast, knowing that you have an advocate and a partner in your business success. But wait, just mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Get the protection you need and visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so I just wanted to give a quick shout out and thank you to Fortunate. I did receive that little goodie bag yesterday. And one of our listeners, Brian Lifschwitz, uh, he did a couple things. Now, if you're on video, this is my dog. I don't know where he got the picture, but this is an actual picture of my dog that he cut out and put on foam core. 
So uh, I think that's pretty good. And he is, you know, just yawning. He's a pretty stupid dog. And Connie or uh, Kelsey, I think this is a good picture of me. But welcome, Mark. Thanks so much for having me. Having me. How you doing? I'm doing okay. How about you? Yeah, doing excellent. It's been a, it's been a while. I think we've we've seen each other a couple times over the years, but um, few and far between. Yeah, you know, and especially uh, during that crazy year and a half, basically off. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, you you know, we were just talking before the podcast that uh, Philip, uh, one of my favorite guys in the world. Uh, anyways, we were meeting on a uh, on the last seller cruise. I think that is the last time we met. But are are you going to be on that? Uh, not planned for yet, but I might. Okay. Yeah. Any other events that are planned for this year? Yeah. So I think we're going to be going to SellerCon. That's going to be coming up. Um, yeah. And then uh, potentially ASD. Um, and what's the other one that's near ASD? Forget it. Pro Prosper? Prosper. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Okay, yeah, so very good. Those and we'll, we'll see about others as well. Well, that's awesome. And I do want to talk about Managed by Stats. That was one of the first apps that I ever got to integrate with uh, Seller Central uh, way back in the day. I think it was, Philip came up with that around, what, 2016 or something? Yeah, 2015, uh, kind of early 2015 is when we first got started, yeah. And there's been tons of improvements and added features. So we'll get into that a bit later on. But uh, let's get into this. This is such a great topic, you know, making profitable, profitable decisions. Who to thunk, you know, right. <laughs> there's all these little things that you can do to improve your product, your profitability. And uh, let's start, you know, talking about it. So, you know, what are the key points in managing your Amazon business? Yeah, so I think um, for a lot of people, how they manage their business is going to be different, right? They're, you know whether it's a part-time thing, a full-time thing. Um, but I think there's there's a couple elements that kind of override everything. And if you can think with these, um, they kind of help you manage your business a lot faster. I think the first point would be really knowing your numbers. And that's, you know, people have been saying that for years and it, it still holds true. You have to know whether or not uh, what you're selling is making you enough profit. And, um, but not just for your whole account. You know, you, you get a paycheck from, from Amazon uh, or a payout and, you know, okay, yeah, hopefully some of that's uh, actually profit. But knowing what your cost of goods are, knowing your profit percentage, uh, your break-even point, all these little elements that go into it, if you don't have those broken out and actually uh, uh, identified or laid out for each individual product, then you could have uh, a bit of a black hole where you see, you know, your overall uh, revenue is great, but at the end of the day, what you actually get to keep and, and take home and buy lollipops with is less than you thought. And if you have that broken apart for each product, you can then see, okay, which one of them is actually eating that profit uh, faster. So I would think that's kind of the first element is really knowing your numbers, having it broken down for every single product, and then being able to see that stuff um, for your whole account and then broken down by individual products. Um, you know, I was just going to say, uh, yeah. we used to just put it into a big giant spreadsheet and the spreadsheet was the cost of goods. Uh, yeah. and once, once we started looking at it, 
we break down each column <clears throat> because cost of goods, just because it says it in a cell doesn't mean that it has to be that number. And how can you beat the uh, how how can you beat the competitor? And it used to be, and it still is somewhat manual, but at least getting that cost of goods uh, column in there. If you put the information into an app, I'll just say an app. If you work with the app and you have accurate yep. information, you'll get accurate information out. If your landing landed cost is is out, if your Amazon fees are out, if you don't understand those fees, these are all things that you have to know. And just going back to the cost of goods, what can you do to bring down your cost of goods? Can you find a sourcing agent that might be able to help you do this? Is it uh, is it paying uh, RMB instead of US dollars to get a better exchange rate? Uh, there's a lot of different things to consider. And including like things like your tariff, uh, your your um, tariff codes. So just because a number exists, and I think we'll probably go down there, but just because a number exists doesn't mean it has to stay. And you should be looking at every little aspect. If you're using PayPal, for example, you know to pay suppliers or to receive money, you're paying a pretty heavy price. Yep. You know, Amazon exchange rate. If you're allowing Amazon to pay you in foreign dollars, like say you're Canadian, like I am, you got a US account, that's four, 4%. I think they're still charging that. Like I got out of that a long time ago. I wasn't gonna allow them to do that. But um, these are all little things that at the end of the day, and we're gonna, this is what this whole episode is gonna be about is making profit. And just doing those couple of little things that I talked about could you know help increase uh, your profitability, put more money in your jeans. Yeah, absolutely. You can shave wherever you can shave it off. That's going to, that, you know, at the end of the day, that could add up quite uh, considerably um, if you shave it off for, for each different product or for each shipment, et cetera. So when you take a look at these, are, th are there certain areas of uh, like getting to know your numbers? Because that's so generic. And I know, I know right now that probably 75% or so uh, so the majority of our listeners are probably, oh, know your numbers. They've heard it. But I don't know if a lot of people truly understand knowing their numbers. Can we dig into that a little bit more? Absolutely. So um, as we talked about earlier, right, we started uh, Managed by Stats back in 2015. And the main concentration we had was really breaking down your numbers and, and, and seeing exact details and having uh, uh, you know precise to the penny accuracy uh, data. Um, going through the years, talking to multiple sellers, working with multiple sellers uh, that have been using the app or using other apps, um, we've over the years we kind of like saw okay, there's there's so many metrics, there's so many reports, there's so many things you can see on Amazon that are metrics or or graphs that it can get a little overwhelming. It can get mm. a little bit like which one's the most important drop in this ocean of of information that you can be getting. And as we kind of progressed over the years, we've been able to kind of hone in on, okay, yeah, there's KPIs for advertising, there's KPIs for, you know, your product. Um, but how do, you, how do you narrow it down to some KPIs, key performance indicators that are, that are gonna cover your entire account as well as individual products? And so over the years, we've kind of honed this with other minds as well, other, you know, very smart sellers, uh, our masterminds and, and just sellers that have been using the uh, managed by stats, we've narrowed it down to four metrics. 
Um, and these four metrics cover every single aspect of selling on Amazon. And they can apply to your whole account and all the way down to an individual product. And that's the beauty of them where you have all these metrics, you have all these other things that you can get from Amazon, um, you know, in, in multiple different areas of your, your product or your business. But when you look at them, they actually relate to one of these four. And uh, so we kind of had that little epiphany of like, holy moly, these, these four will tell you any area of your business. If you know what affects these four metrics, you can then dive into that area and find the problem that is causing you uh, lowered lowered sales or lowered profits, right? So um, it's these four metrics, which are your sessions, conversions, profit, and reviews. And what's funny is that when we kind of isolated this and we're like, okay, this is this is starting to put some stuff together, it it was kind of like one of those like, oh yeah, duh elements because it's like that follows the exact life cycle that that uh, Amazon has, which is someone's looking for a product. They just they see something they like, they click into your listing. That's a session. They decide to buy it. You got a conversion. They they pay their money to Amazon. Amazon gives you your cut. Now you got a portion of that as your profit. And then, of course, if they like it, they leave a review or they leave a bad review if they don't like it. Right. So it was kind of like, oh, that's really stupid, but key point of like, okay, now we know that if you just take those four metrics and keep an eye on those four. Also, an interesting point is a lot of Amazon sellers are, are starting off, you know, this is their side hustle. This is, you know, there's something that they're, they're trying to get up and running and, and, you know, get out of the nine to five. And as a side hustle, you want to be able to analyze something really fast and go, okay, there's a problem here. This is how I fix it get it fixed back onto whatever, right? You don't have a lot of time. So kind of narrowing that, that funnel of what do you need to pay attention to, to just four metrics. You can then look at those, take action on, you know, if something's going down, you can then take action on that area. So um, that, that was kind of the epiphany for us. And like, okay, so now how can we take this and make it actionable? And that's what we've been building into the software for the last two and a half years, um, different elements, different features that, when you look at these metrics, you know what area to drill into and what areas of the business affect that metric and what actions you could take to actually find the problem and then get it fixed. So let's dig into each one of those. So the first one you said was sessions. Yeah. All right. So if it's sessions, it's increasing your sessions. Uh, what, what did you discuss? What did you discover? How can you increase these sessions? Absolutely. So there's um, multiple, two main elements to sessions. There's other elements, of course, but two main ones. Uh, first is organic. And then second is paid ads, whether that's on Amazon or off Amazon, however you're driving traffic to your, to your listing. Um, so when you're looking at sessions, you have to be able to look at the different areas that affect organic and paid advertising. So if you have, um, you know, some SEO points on your, on your, uh, title or bullet points. How do you get profitable key or, or high search volume keywords into your title so that you get showed up, you show up on Amazon uh, a lot faster for those key uh, keywords. If you're doing advertising, you know, what's your um, uh, cost per click? Uh, how many um, sessions are you driving or how many impressions are you getting from your ads that then result in a session, right? So there's, there's multiple um, 
metrics they can actually see met like graphs and actual metrics from amazon that relate to sessions that you can then list out and see which we we've done in the software but you can see these each of these points how they affect your sessions and go okay good some of them aren't metrics like of course your seo right or your image uh having an image that's gonna pop out better than your competitors this is a, a, a an seo point on amazon if you optimize those things or if you make a change and you see your sessions drop or you see your sessions rise from that change, what was that change? How do you track that? Um, so different elements like that that all tie into sessions. Okay. And then what about the uh, second one? Let's get into that. Conversions. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, multiple things, right? So again, kind of ties back into the SEO points, right? Do you have words or phrases in there that are uh, uh, matching up with the words and phrases that Amazon is showing your product for. Um, speaking to your audience, right? If you have multiple people that multiple, multiple types of people that will purchase your product, whether it's a, you know, a mom entrepreneur or, you know, a, a workout mom or, you know, um, whatever, there's different, uh, audiences that would want to buy your product speaking to those audience, uh, types, right? So again, those are not metrics that you can uh, look at, but those are things you can look at, right? Um, of course, cost per cost per click uh, ties into that as well. Um, we have a whole checklist of things that we've we've laid out inside of the software that cover, I think, about ten or twelve different points that all relate to how do you actually uh, see if there's something wrong with your conversions, see if there's if there's uh, an element to your conversions that's uh, eating up too much profits or mm -hmm. or causing you not to convert. You know, on the uh, conversion side, there are some other things that you can do to help with your conversions. And I, I, I've talked about this quite a bit for the last year and a half at least, but external traffic's one thing, but posts. So Amazon posts, they're crazy. Um, and if you use them on a, like an extended time period, what you'll find out is, and I mentioned this, I think the last podcast, but Amazon's very smart. They made it where if you click four or five times, you'll make it to that product page. If you've clicked a bad or a post four or five times, you probably are interested in that product and you'll probably buy the product. I don't know what the rate is. They don't give us those stats, but just doing that one simple thing, posting, just yeah. taking user-generated content and posting it or taking it from your social media and posting it on Amazon regularly and consistently, you'll find that, you know, the conversion rates will go up. <clears throat> and they also give you the reports that you can see what type of content is uh, doing it for your listing on Amazon. It might be different than Facebook. But driving traffic, you know, external traffic's everything right now. How do you do that? Do you get an influencer to do it? Um, do you get? Uh, do you go on Amazon Live and do it yourself and try to build up a follower base? And that's really another area that we can look at is, you know, building up that brand community that Amazon's been talking about. Fully. You have that brand community and you have repeat customers and you use uh, just experiments, for example, uh, or engagement. You're going to be able to blast anytime you do a promotion uh, or a new product launch. There's all sorts of things that Amazon's coming out with that are going to enhance, even though you don't have a mailing list, maybe. But with followers uh, on uh, Amazon Live, it's great. You can say there's a promotion going on right now. 
Pull you it. can send that out to your mailing list, you know, and I know I'm long winded on this, but there's so many really interesting ways to build up engagement and conversion. Yep. And I, I don't know if you want to expand on that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's elements that I think a lot of people e even forget about, like there's, there's tips and tricks, right? There's so many different things that you can do to kind of get that edge or, or, you know, uh, do something that maybe not, not every seller is doing, but then there's also like going back to the basics of like, okay, um, check your price, you know, see if your competitors lowered their price, um, seasonality on keywords, you know, like, if you have a uh, uh, high search volume keywords that you're going after that are in your title and your bullets, okay, those are great. But then, you know, let's say Christmas time or the new years, you look at, at where those uh, keywords are on, on the search volume, they could have dropped. There could be uh, new words, you know, TikTok words, or, you know, if, if you have uh, words of, of a new, um, uh, younger generation that are now coming into popularity and Amazon seeing that. And so you could, you know, doing that analysis again of, okay, are my, are, are my search words uh, in my title and my bullets, are they actually the highest uh, search volume? And am I converting on them? Looking at your conversion rate, uh, or not your conversion rate, looking at your ranking for those keywords and seeing, okay, if Amazon sees that I'm ranking, but I'm, I don't have these keywords in my, in my title or my bullets, okay, I'm losing out, right? So tips and tricks for sure. Definitely. How do you, how do you get that little edge there? But, but also looking at, okay, is there something that the competitor is doing that you're not doing? Um, have you looked at your listing? Have you updated your listing in the last six months? Uh, have you analyzed your competitors in the last six months? Right. All those things will actually help you kind of pinpoint what area, why you might not be getting as many conversions or as good conversions, uh, as you should be getting. Yeah, that's, that's so important. And simple things like things that have just happened. Like, let's take a look at a plus premium. You know, yep. if you've got 15, I, I believe it's still, I, this might change. It changes every day. But um, if you have uh, 15, I believe it's 15 a plus pages, you can get a plus premium. And it's such a difference with all these shoppable images that you can build right in. And even taking a look, if you don't qualify, maybe you only have a product. So how can I how can I convert better? Just on your A plus listing, you might be using a style from three years ago that is not that great anymore. Take a look at the right. new templates and the new widgets. And even one step further, very simple, putting videos up. So get your videos, put three videos up <clears throat> and one of the things that we love doing, uh, I'm just a sec, too many cigars. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that we love doing is creating the related videos. So we'll go out and we'll get a, a videographer to do something for uh, a couple of minutes. And then in when we send it out to the videographer, these are the three or four or five things that we want done. Could even be 10 things that we want done that we could be able to edit together, unboxing, uh, testimonial. Um, it could be uh, the benefits or multiple benefits, features, instructions. Um, anyways, and then we create a thumbnail and we make it look like that whole bar is an educational series on our product. And that's a, a way that people are looking down. Now they're seeing that it's converted or the it's optimized nicely. Um, probably got the frequently bought together. Uh, if you don't 
do it. And if you don't know how to do it, it's very easy. Just get a person to buy two or three of your products. And uh, all of a sudden, you'll you'll most likely get this frequently bought together. Sometimes it takes more like supplements. That's crazy. You, you It would take a lot more than that. But the average product, just a couple of buys per month um, with your product <clears throat> and one of your other ASINs and you got it. Um, but then just going down and asking questions, are people going to have questions? Kelsey and I were talking about this, about our new um, influencer program. What are the questions the average Joe going to ask and give them the answers? Yeah. So all of this, if it's apples to apples, should convert. You right. should convert over top of your competitor because they're not doing the same work as you are. Right. Okay. So yeah. now I did that long-winded spiel. <laughs> it brings us to the bottom of the hour. Uh, look, if you're, if you know, or if you've listened to this podcast before, you know, what's going to happen. It's wheel of Kelsey. So hashtag wheel of Kelsey tag two people. And we are going to give you a second entry. If you don't know what this is, every single podcast we have a giveaway and today is a very it's a great giveaway uh coming to, to us from mark and managed by stats um it's got a 600 dollars value um so if you're interested hashtag wheel of kelsey uh tag two people and get a second entry and mark tell us about it absolutely so uh philip jepson um is very well known for uh amazon ppc and uh, he created an entire course on how to basically go from zero to knowing exactly what you should do and almost advanced uh, levels of uh, Amazon PPC. And so he created a whole course on this. Um, I think it's a $650 uh, value and uh, we'll give that away for free. So uh, for one person who, who uh, wins that uh, wheel of, of Kelsey there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it teaches you on a gradient where you can actually know nothing about Amazon PPC. And at the end of it, whether you're going to do PPC yourself or you're going to hire someone to do it or have an agency do it, you need to have an understanding of the basics of, of Amazon PPC to know what it is that you want to invest, uh, how much you want to invest, what kind of conversions you should be looking at. Um, and so he, he gives you kind of this, this really nice gradient, clears up all of the information or words or terms that they use in there and um, uh, helps you kind of basically learn how to get started and then also some advanced uh, techniques or strategies if you are going to do PPC yourself, uh, how you can actually set up some uh, really smart strategies that will um, several of them that are that are key for how do you start by making profits and not just blowing all your money uh, on ads. So there's some really smart strategies that he lays out in there. Yeah, I took uh, took his course when he first brought it out, and Phil uh, Phillips a, a great uh, educator. You know, I don't know if he's got this in his past life or whatever, but he really can explain things extraordinarily well. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, anyways, anybody who's interested in this is hashtag Wheel of Kelsey. Tag two people, get a second entry. I already see a bunch of people uh, filling in. The other thing, you've got a couple bonuses that uh, uh, you came along with today. You want to explain those? Yeah. So uh, we basically have an offer for Managed by Stats for anyone who's going to be coming through uh, uh, your link, um, where we're going to give uh, several months at 75% off, uh, four months off. So 
um, that's pretty cool. I mean, we basically have an entire suite of, of uh, tools, um, not only just the management aspect. There's, you know, we have this management aspect where it ties into the KPIs, uh, getting smart notifications on those KPIs, change log, uh, looking at all your graphs, historical view, and this kind of stuff. Uh, to the penny accuracy on finances, et cetera. But we also have a bunch of other tools that, that come with that, uh, listing optimization, keyword tracking, uh, competitor analysis, whole bunch of other tools that are in the software that all come with that that 75% off uh, for four months. And um, so, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely a steal. Um, the, the software is, um, as you mentioned, you know, we've gone through many gyrations over the years um, from a very, very, you know, Philip designed it on, on his computer and, and it was looking like a, a Frankenstein at the time uh, to building it up to, uh, you know, having multiple tools and just updating that UI and the functionality. Um, and uh, just a, about a year and a half ago, we did a, again, a completely revamp of, of the uh, uh, interface. So it's, it's got that fresh new look. And um, again, just, you know, it's, it's, it's been consistently uh, accurate software um, for years. And that's our main point of concentration is making sure we have accurate information and actionable, you know, uh, taking that, those insights and be able to do something about it. Know that you're taking, you're, you're taking the right action into the right area to get your sales or profits going back up again. So like I said before, I'm very familiar with, uh, managed by stats and the founders of managed by stats and, um, and Mark, you know, just like you said, uh, the app itself and what's, what's it, it, it's evolved to. And I can, I, I don't do this a lot, but, um, when an app sticks out, it should be promoted. And if you're interested, you got nothing to lose to give this a shot. Um, uh, I, I'm, I don't have an affiliate. Uh, this is just a code that's going over to them. And uh, look, just try it out. Uh, if you don't have a, a, an application like this, uh, try it out. If you do have an application similar to this, uh, you might want to just check it out anyways and compare apples to apples to what you get for the money. So, yeah. all right, Kelsey, I think we go over to a commercial and then we'll come right back. I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors that help us produce this podcast for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Lunch with Norm would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post-Purchase Pro, Clear Ads, Goldstein Law, Honu Worldwide, Extreme Power, Jeff Schick Law, Netfluence, Startup Club, and Dragonfish Brand Management. Thank you, and you're awesome. Now back to the show. And they are awesome. Okay. So uh, now we're going on. So we've talked about impressions. We've talked about conversion. What's the next step? Okay. So the next one would be uh, uh, profit, right? Knowing what actually, what elements go into your profit and what elements take away from your profit, right? So it's funny because over the years, there's so many different little elements that are kind of hidden. Um, even on Amazon itself, when you look at your payouts and you have that whole breakdown from Amazon, there's fees in there that are grouped together and, and in a way kind of hidden, although yeah, they're grouped together. So you have that total number there. But um, how do you know if those hidden fees, those little elements inside of uh, one of these fee sections is going you know up or down? Like if your uh, dimensions changed and 
you have no way of seeing that. You just, you know, you, you see your lump sum of, of your Amazon fees. But if you're able to, to see that breakdown and see your Amazon fees or your, your uh, storage fees or, or whatever they are breaking out and see if those are higher or lower compared to previous time periods, you can analyze and go, oh, wait a minute. Maybe they changed my, my dimensions um, from what they actually are and then get that fixed, right? So knowing all of these different elements, um, there's, I think we did a little, we did a little uh, presentation on it uh, a couple months ago. There, I think there was like 22 different little elements that actually go into um, taking away from your profit, right? You, you have a sales price and there's about 20 different elements that actually chip away at that profit number. So knowing what that is, knowing how to, to track all those things, knowing how they break apart per, uh, per product. Again, you can't see that in Amazon. You just get that that total uh, figure on that payout and what they're taking away. But which product is is uh, eating up too much of your profits? Is there one of them that's, you know, again, like if there's a, a, a dimensions fee that's different than what you thought. Um, if there's, you know, uh, advertising, uh, how does that break out by product? Uh, being able to see that easily, uh, some people call it tacos, your, your true ACOS or total ACOS, right? Knowing that number um, relating from your ads to uh, your cogs and everything else relating to that product, how does that break down? Is that number eating too much into your profits or is it enough that you're getting enough product from enough profit from that product sales? So having a way to, to see all that and breaking it down. And then of course, knowing how all those elements relate to the different areas of your business. So again, there's metrics you want to look at, but then there's some that are not metrics that you need to go look at, you know, um, again, like shipping fees. You can have, you have metrics that you can, that we've created inside of managed by stats for that, but Amazon doesn't have that. So you, you know, there's some areas where you can't even see those metrics. Um, but having all that broken out, seeing which areas that they relate to, and then again, shaving off uh, however much, you can on the cogs or the inbound shipping fees or whatever they are. So you can actually see which product is getting you the best profit, which one's eating up too much of it. Yeah. I was able to catch a few um, old promo codes that I had and I caught this one lady. She, uh, I don't know. She's, she's got a lifetime or two of my soap because she found a way to get it for free and I forgot to close off the uh, one the, the the one promo code. And there's been times where I've seen it. But if you're not checking it and you just look at the promo code, oh, yeah, well, okay. You know, I got a, uh, you know, 500 bucks in promo codes this month. You don't really dig into it. So, and no. this also goes one step further. Uh, you talked about, you know, understanding the, the fees, Amazon fees. But we talked about this... Uh, a podcast or two ago when um, we were talking about finding uh, a proper bookkeeper who understood Amazon or e-commerce and breaking down the Amazon minutia, you know, all these little fees that you can actually take a look at and see, did, did I get messed up? Size is a great um, idea. We have these uh, pet products and they squeeze out the sides. And sometimes, like if we noticed that we were getting dinged for an extra inch, which cost us huge dollars because it was weight. And then there was the inch uh, extra, like the extra inch that we, we right. tried to get them pulled. And anyways, uh, new packaging, of course, now it's okay. But um, 
we would never have discovered this sort of stuff if we weren't doing those types of checks. So this is so important, you know, and it's not like Amazon's not going to ever screw up. I mean, it's, it's not if it's, it's when. Right. Absolutely. It's interesting though, that you brought up that uh, promotion points. It's something I don't, uh, don't hear a lot about, but we've created a, 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 tool inside of Managed by Stats that lays out all of your promo codes, how much are being grabbed, what your profit is, or what's being you know grabbed from Amazon, but what are which ones are actually giving you profit, which ones are getting you a, a ton of sales and actually resulting in some kind of a profit. Um, so it's it's kind of like these one of these little, you know, a tool that we created years ago, but it's it's such a valuable tool if you, you know, if you don't know to look for that, you could be, like you said, could be being eaten up uh, a lot of profits from it. Lifetimes of soap. Yes. <laughs> Painful. Yes. Luckily, it's not an expensive product. But uh, yeah, these things can happen. So take a look at that. And then uh, finally, so impressions. Uh, conversions. Conversions and profit. What's the last yep. one? Last one is uh, reviews. And while that's the kind of a simple thing, it's it's the most important uh, out of all the all, all the KPIs. And while you can kind of say, okay, well, yeah, I have you know good reviews or a certain volume of reviews. There's an element that um, basically we saw that there's multiple elements to reviews that you have to look at and you have to be looking at um, uh, comparatively, right? So you can't just look at do I have a five star review or a five-star rating, I should say, <clears throat> or 4.5, right? That is an element you have to look at. It's a very vital element. Um, but you also have to look at your volume of reviews, right? So comparatively, if you have majority of your sellers at 1,000 and you're at 50 reviews, okay, you need to get that volume up uh, into the hundreds so you can be kind of <clears throat> on a similar level of these other guys. Um, but then you also have to look at how frequently are you getting reviews? And this is something that not a, lot, not a lot of people look at, and there's no graph for it. So we've taken these three elements and a couple more and put them uh, into our, our KPI management system where you can actually see, okay, you have your reviews, your, your review rating, key, key graph to look at. But then you have, of course, your star rating itself, your average star rating, um, your uh, volume of how many reviews you have, and then how many you're getting, how many new reviews you're getting, and then what the average new review is for a certain time period. So taking these elements, you now have a more complete picture of your reviews. It's not just, okay, I have a 4.5 star rating, right? You have to look at all these elements because you could have competitors coming in, uh, doing black hat stuff, you know, giving you bad reviews, um, you know, trying to spam you with bad reviews or whatever it is, you need to have a system of how to get new reviews in and you need to be looking at the playing field. Are you on par with the other guys in that playing field or where do you need to get to to be on par with those guys where you can then jump into that next higher realm of volume of, of orders? So that's the, the last element of like, okay, do you have a system for that? Uh, how can you track that? How can you look at that? Um, and that's the other element that, we really just go, okay, you have to have a, a system. You have to have a system of how do you get those new reviews in? How do you uh, compare those to uh, your competitors? And um, are you getting new ones in or not? So Managed by Stats will allow you to go and send automatic uh, reviews. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that's that's uh, no additional cost and no volume um, restraints. 
Um, so if you're doing, you know, thousands of orders a day, um, it's, you know, it's, it's part of the, uh, the monthly subscription. What are the uh, best practices for reviews or sending out automated reviews now or automated uh, requests? So I think the best, it, it, it really depends. The best and most simplest way is just to activate the automatic review request. Um, our system uses the API, doesn't use some kind of uh, bot that goes and you know does it on the, on the Chrome extension, mm -hmm. which a lot of people do, and those are fine. Um, the, the problem with those is that um, there's not a quality check or a confirmation that it resulted in a review request being sent out. Whereas through the API, as an authorized developer, we can then make sure that Amazon actually triggered it. So there are certain settings you have to put on your on that trigger to, to send that review request out. If it's not within that setting that Amazon wants, it will say, nope, can't send it out yet. Our system through the API will go, okay, can't send it out, fine. Next day, can we send it out now? Next day, can we send it out now? And make sure that we actually get the review request being sent out. So that's the easiest and most secure and you know uh, very white hat way to do it, right? Um, the other thing to do is if you have a brand that you really want to, um, you want to, you want to build your brand and you want to make it stand out. Uh, this is something that, that a lot of people still do, um, that are really working on that brand element of it, right? You can have custom emails that go out. The thing you have to be uh, aware of or know is that you can't do both. You can't do the review request automation and a manual email to your customer asking for a review. You can do the review request automation, but if you send them a manual email, it cannot ask for a review. Otherwise, they they see that you're doing that and they go and they cut you out. Uh, they put you in, I think it's, uh, uh, what's the term? Something, they, they shut you out from sending any communication to your clients, uh, to your customers. So um, that's kind of the the two things that you can do. There's obviously a lot of other tips and tricks and kind of, you know, depending on how you want to run your business, there's things that you can do for reviews. Um, but those are the, the the very white hat, correct way to go, go about it. And having those systems set up and working out how you can actually get, um, you know, more reviews for, for your product, um, whether you're sending it on a certain kind of frequency or you're, you know, working on your, your quality of your product, um, all those things kind of tie into it. Okay. I, I want to see if this is kosher. I was just asked this the other day and um, a, a person has an ebook. Okay. Now I know that this was against terms of service uh, uh, sort of, I don't know when, but everybody was sending links to or eBooks and stuff like that. And then they came back and said, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. So the person I was talking to, he has um, a product that he's selling with a free ebook, like say it's a cookbook. Is that allowed when you customize and you can say, um, you know, here's your information, um, here's some instructions uh, and, you know, click here or click this link to go and get the ebook or the ebook is attached. Are you still allowed to do that? Um, very good question. So yes, you can, you can still include some kind of an ebook. Um, you have to obviously that there is some some TOS that you have to abide by. They don't want you to be uh, sending people outside of Amazon. Um, there's ways that you can kind of 
almost gray hat. It's basically you're, you're including an ebook. The mm -hmm. ebook is um, uh, inside of Amazon's servers. So there's a way to do that, which I won't go into detail, but there's a way to, to have your, your downloadable link, something that is on Amazon servers itself. Um, and so now it's not kind of going out of the Amazon arena. Okay. Right. So then there's that. And then there's the other element of, okay, if you are going to be sending someone elsewhere, um, Amazon is going to see that as a, as a problem. And if they, if you're doing a, a, you know, a certain amount of volume or a large volume, yeah, they're probably going to go, Hey, no, you can't do that. Um, if you're sending them back to Amazon itself, they might be a little bit more lenient. You know, if you're sending mm -hmm. them to your, your uh, product, they obviously don't want you cross selling products. Um, so it's, it, it is a bit of a hairy area. Um, so kind of decide what you want to do for your own business, but, <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. Okay. And we're, we're getting down to, uh, the question section, but before we do that, uh, let's talk uh, just a little bit and we did touch on this, but out of everything we just talked about, what's the best way to increase your profitability on your products? I would say, um, look at these KPIs right? See what areas uh, are, are affecting those KPIs. Um, and then take, taking the appropriate action to, to kind of find the product or the area that's causing the, the, the uh, eating of your profits, right? Um, we talked a lot of things diff about different things of how do you actually look at, you know, uh, your cogs, your, your, uh, your shipping fees and all this kind of stuff. Those all tie into your, uh, into your profit. Um, but I think kind of the, the overall element would be look at your tacos, your, your total ACOS. And that's going to include everything uh, inside of managed by stats. We have that automatically calculated for every single product. So you look at that number and you have to, again, going back to that first element, you have to know your numbers. If you know what your profit margin is, your break even profit margin or your bare minimum, um, you know, if you have that number, you can compare it with your tacos number and see, okay, is there some element that's, that's eating away too much? And of course you didn't have to dive into all the different areas, but you know, the, we have checklists and whatnot that cover all these different areas you can dive into, but looking at that taco number and going, okay, is that in a range that is profitable for that product? Uh, and if it's not, okay, then look at the checklist, look at the different areas of your business to find out what area is eating up too much of it. And of course, having that breakdown by product, you can then, you know, easily isolate, okay, this one's high, this one's high, let's look at those. Okay, let's look at the different areas for those two products. You'll find out, okay, there's, you know, shipping fees or dimension fees or uh, long-term storage fees or whatever it is, you'll be able to kind of drill in and find that area. And now you have some action, you know that you can go, I can go do that thing and get it resolved and then start making more profit on that product. Okay, very good. Uh, let's talk about managed by stats for a second. Uh, you've got tools that uh, that can help make uh, these decisions for you very quickly. Uh, why don't we get into some of the the new integrations or the new um, uh, uh, different tools that you have in managed by stats that most well, many people won't know about? Sure. So I think. Um... The main new tools that we have 
uh, are going to be listing optimization, uh, keyword uh, analysis, um, competitor analysis. So looking at all those elements um, and then tying that into um, uh, being able to automatically update and uh, record different settings on your product, right? So if you have do a competitor analysis, you can see the keywords that are that are uh, super important for your product. Uh, see which keywords your competitors are ranking on. Take those, build those into your listings, and uh, be able to then update your listing from inside the software and keep versions of your thing. So you have AB AB split testing. I don't know of any other software that does this where you can actually upload it to Amazon and keep versions where you can then flop them out if you see that you know a week later your sessions are dropping or your conversions are dropping. You know you did something wrong there. Flop it out to your to the one that you had before. Figure out what you did wrong and then try it again, right? Um, so there's that element. Um, and then I think the main point that we've been really concentrating on is actionable insights. So we built out an entire KPI dashboard. So we've had dashboards since the beginning, right? Where you can see your metrics, you can see your stats, you can see graphs and all this kind of stuff. You can see restock alerts, um, but really concentrating on how do we uh, help sellers laser focus on what element of their business needs attention. So we built these, these dashboards that are default default dashboards, uh, additional default dashboard for every seller, which has these four KPIs and then lists out every single metric that relates to these four KPIs. And in there, you also have checklists that cover all the different elements that you could, you, you know, that could be affecting that KPI. In addition to that, we've created a, what we call smart notifications. Basically, you can go in and instead of getting notifications on, you know, your title changed or, you know, you got a bad review or whatever, like, you know, those have been around forever. These notifications are built specifically to look at percentage of change for those KPIs. So if your sessions drop by 20 percent compared to last week, you might want to be notified of that. Right. So we built out very smart notifications that have a bunch of different filters and features that allow you to customize it um, for, again, your whole account, groups of products or individual products so you can get notified. So you're not constantly having to log into the software every day. You can set, set these things up. Um, if you have someone that's that's managing you know, a certain aspect of your business, they can you know, be sent to them or whatever. But now you can actually be alerted of, hey, there is a drop on one of these elements and you can then, then you know, figure out what point that's causing that, go dive in and, and fix that point. So that I think would be the main elements. There's uh, another thing that we added, which I think is is super underrated, uh, which is a change log. Um, it's it's a, a point of knowing what happened when and what was the result from that. And if you can't see that, if you can't see that on a visual view of, hey, something changed here and the sessions either dropped or they went up from that point on the on the entire graph, you can't really correctly analyze what caused the problem or what's causing the 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 huge influx of sales, right? So being able to see that and, and actually track, okay, for you know, if you change something on your entire brand or if you change something on one specific product, being able to see that change reflected on a graph on all your graphs to see if it affects certain things or not is super vital. And it's something that I don't think a lot of people think with. Um, and if you have that, it's a very easy way to go to go, okay, what was working? Maybe you need to look at last year. You can't remember what you did last year. 
if you have all that stuff recorded, you go, okay, good. We had some really great increases during this time period. What did we do right before that? Look at the change logs that, that you recorded. Boom. Now you go, okay, good. We did this kind of promotion. We promoted it on TikTok. We did this, that, and the other thing. Let's do those things again. Um, so that's a kind of a, a key element that I think would be um, super vital for a lot of people. But again, we have that built right into the software as part of the main subscription. So it's basically garbage in, garbage out, right? Uh, yeah. if you, and you manually have to do this. So if you make a change, you just record it. And yep. then, I mean, that's, that's great. Uh, yeah. We love that wanna, idea. We didn't want to make it automated because again, there's, there's this element of analysis by paralysis or paralysis by analysis, um, you know, getting cluttered with all these different things. Um, you get, if, if you keep getting a thousand different notifications a day or different things being put onto a graph every day it kind of, you know, uh, devalues it. So you want to, you know, what was the change that you did? Did you do something, um, you know, to a listing? Did you do something to your advertising? Uh, did you do some kind of external promotion that then results in either an increase or decrease? Okay. And I believe uh, Managed by Stats is going to be providing our show notes for the uh, four KPIs that we uh, discussed. It's a PDF. And um, also just a reminder that uh, if you haven't registered for our really great giveaway today, uh, which is uh, uh, Philip Jepson's uh, PPC course, $650 value, um, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, you get a second entry. So um, Kels, let's, um, oh, first of all, uh, before we go to the last commercial, uh, Mark, how do people or where should people go to get more information about Managed by Stats? Uh, easiest is managedbystats.com. That's our website. Um, we also have a, um, a Facebook um, page. A lot of updates are being put in there um, of different tools, um, different things that we're doing, different programs and whatnot. Um, so yeah, Managed by Stats on Facebook uh, is a great place. And then um, we also have uh, on our website itself, if you just go to managedbystats.com, Look at the affiliates page. Um, if you have, you know, questions on, you know, wanting to see what the software looks like or, you know, what kind of tools it has, uh, we have a demo account. You can just click on the demo account from that affiliate page and see what it looks like. Uh, it's it's a fully functional demo. You can jump in there, see all the different tools, um, you know, move stuff around, uh, see what options are are available in there, and what kind of metrics and and uh, features we have. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. <clears throat> so, Kelsey. Why don't we go to um, a sponsor a page and then we'll come right back. Okay, here we go. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. Okay, uh, let's go to the wheel of Kelsey. Oh, do you want to get to the questions? Oh, first? yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's get to that. Okay, so I, some I'm of them... Old. 
I'm old. <laughs> I think some of these have been answered throughout. So if we've answered them, we can just go to the next. But sure. um, Luke was saying this might be answered already. But aside from raising prices, are there any good ways to get more profit from the inventory I already have? Um, let's see. I would think that, let's see. Well, one thing, yeah, we covered, uh, packaging dimensions. Uh, if you have warehousing costs, check those out. Um, looking at your cost per click, is that getting better or worse? Um, also like, um, going back to your, your keyword ranking, are you, doing some advertising on stuff that um, is way too competitive. Uh, you have a really bad rank on it. You're, you're driving, you're spending a whole bunch of money on it. Um, you could be getting a really bad cost per click because you have a low ranking on it. So that's something to look at as well. Um, video ads or other types of ads, if you're not, not doing those, can help you get a, a better kind of cost per click. Um, One of the those are th most things off the top of my head. One of the things that we we we've talked about uh, a lot on the show is uh, perceived value. So if there's any way that you can increase the perceived value, better better photos, better quality photos, not an iPhone photo, an actual product photographer taking the shots, um, these are all things that'll help. Uh, even if you're going to an influencer, um, making sure that the influencer like uh, you've got an, a lifestyle or two on your uh, images so people can see somebody happy using your products. Uh, no grouchy old men, just happy people using your product. Uh, those are some real simple things. But the other area that <clears throat> I highly recommend is driving traffic through all these different social media and search engines right now. So, you know, you, you've got the ability to go to Google ads right now. Um, Hayden, my other son, will come on and show you what we've done with our other site since Lauren Petrullo was on telling us go to Pinterest. So one month and uh, it worked for us just driving uh, traffic over to the site from Pinterest. So there's areas out there that a lot of people don't think of using that, especially now with the referral program, you get 10 points back. So it's really cheap to run these ads. Uh, some of them might cost you more, but at the end of the day, you get your brand exposed. But that's some of the things that I would do to try to increase your profit. Yeah, just as a side note, Lauren is, she is a god or a goddess uh, when it comes to marketing ideas. She has so many nuggets. If you're not already kind of following her or know who she is, I strongly recommend it. She is brilliant. And yeah. uh, she shared some, some awesome marketing tips with us. Um, so... Yeah, definitely, definitely some good stuff there. Yeah, that's Mongoose Marketing. She's yeah. uh, she just was on the podcast about two weeks ago, and uh, just awesome, awesome yeah. lady. Okay, next. All right, next one. I think uh, this one's for you, Norm. Um, and about Amazon posts, I think. Uh, Norm, how often do you suggest we post? Three to five times a day. All right. So if you can do it, three to five times a day. Um, if you can't, and it's once a day, that's okay. If it's once a week that's okay. But three to five times a day will get you the optimized results. All right. And this next one, um, I think we touched on it a little bit uh, with 
Luke, uh, is this app a substitution for H10? So Mark, I don't know if, if there's a, just a quick and easy sentence or two that you can kind of wrap up what Managed by Stats is versus what a Helium sure. 10 would do. Absolutely, yeah. So um, we have probably 90, 95% of what they have. Um, they have some of their, some of their um, uh, research and optimization tools are a bit more advanced than ours. Um, whereas our management and uh, numbers and metrics um, far surpede theirs. Um, so that's probably the main kind of difference. It's funny, we started together back in 2015 and uh, they only had listing optimization and ranking tools and we had metrics and we've kind of done this. <laughs> like most most uh, service providers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. And our last question uh, from Luke again, on the video on listing topics, how long of a video is too long for the related videos and for the A plus videos? You want me to take that one? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So it's, I try not to go more than 30 to 40 seconds on the related videos. Their people's attention spans are so small that you just want them to, to take a look at it. And here's the key. If they see that they don't have to get involved with a video for 10 minutes, three minutes, they're going to watch your next video. And yeah. even though uh, you don't have a long video there to show, the chances of them watching that full video but three minutes is slim to none. But them watching four or five of the 30-second videos uh, much better chance of them doing that. So you get multiple people or multi one person seeing multiple videos, which is awesome. Uh, you can definitely, like on your product uh, demo video, I, I think this is for YouTube, uh, 80 seconds is the maximum for optimum results. And I'm, I'm in there, um, you know, a minute, minute to two minutes would be max. I, I don't know about you, but I, I've seen like, ones that go forever as a product and I don't watch it. Like I'll just, yeah. and oh, by the way, guys, do not, do not put a seven second intro and then fade the black. Nobody's going to watch it. It's a minute, like, or, sorry, it's a, it's a second. So we'll put up a title. So it'll be brand and the name it becomes one, 1000, boom, off. And then it goes into the video. These ones that it's like, and it, it's for, let's say you're doing the related videos is, oh man, let's have a barbecue in between because you know, yep. it's, it, and you're not going to watch them. Yeah. If you think about how you yourself as an entrepreneur, look at things, what your attention, uh, what you want to put your attention on. Uh, I even find this for myself. Like if I'm going to go on to social media and just kind of relax and, and, and take my mind off all this stuff, I'm, I'm looking at these shorter videos. I'm not doing a long, unless I'm studying something or, or researching something, then I'm going to, you know, watch these longer kind of explanations or whatever. But for the most case, yeah, 10 second, 30 second videos is what's going to be, you, you want to get that. Okay. This gave me what I needed. Good. And then you go on to the next one. And if, if it's related or, you know, has somehow uh, relates to what you just watched, they're going to watch that next one and keep going. Right. Okay, and I see there's one more from Marsha. Yes, Let's so see. again, with the Amazon posts, uh, can you post videos on Amazon posts? Uh, no, but what you can do is on Amazon Live, 
um, you could take a video, say an influencer did a video, or you can just take a uh, pre-record and you can upload it and you could be live talking about it because Amazon wants about 90% of uh, um, live content, not pre-records, but you can have that video recording uh, beside you and you could be there answering any questions or telling people if they have any questions just to let us know and you can show some influencer videos or if you have let's say you do a podcast on pet brands and you have people come on and they start talking you can do that while you're there answering questions so there are ways to put um, your videos your pre-records up or get your camera go live it is once you get the hang of it um, it is so easy to do and they do not have to be Hollywood performances. Yeah. Yeah. And you can literally use your phone. Your phone yeah. has quality better than most computers now. So yeah, I, uh, well, Kelsey got a bonus phone for being the producer of the show. I got him, uh, I think it was, uh, what is it? The six, uh, the, the, yeah, it was the, uh, yeah, it was a iPhone six. So, um, <laughs> He's got a phone now. Love it. <laughs> All right, Kels, I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's it for questions. So it was I an think... iPhone 6, right? Uh, iPhone SE. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get to the wheel. All right, here's the wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the wheel of Kelsey. Okay. Thank you everyone who signed up for our Wheel of Kelsey today. I'm going to go shuffle these oh, up. Before you, sure. you do that, I just have a comment for Andrew. Don't be a hater. Don't be a hater, Andrew. All right. So <laughs> uh, if you are the winner of today's Wheel of Kelsey, please email me k at lunchwithnorm.com. Uh, and let's see who today's winner is. I think Chuck is on a roll. It is yes, he is. Chuck. Congratulations. Please send me that email so I don't forget. And uh, we'll set you up with your free PPC course. And thank you, everyone, who signed up. And don't forget, there is 75% uh, off for the first four months um, to anyone who signs up for the managebystats.com slash lunchwithnorm link. Um, I'll post that link again um, just so you don't have to go searching in the comments. But um, I think that's it. All right. Fantastic. Mark. You're off the hook. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, glad I could share. And um, yeah, as always, so great talking to you, man. Yeah, you too. So just uh, stay in the waiting room and I'll be right back there in a couple minutes. It depends on how long Kelsey talks. He kind of rambles sometimes. But oh, uh, all right. <laughs> all right. So thank you so much. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcast, click over here. Lunch with the lunch with the lunch with the lunch.